Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Triforce podcast, coming at you coming, uh, in the week, at- week one week one of the lockdown. Oh my god, what interesting times that we live in, huh? Coming at you from a safe distance. We're yeah, like, this distance. is the first recording I've done from home. Nice. So it might be a bit echoey, a bit sound a bit different. Because right. he lives in such a big house is what he's trying to say. Listen, yeah, you might it. hear the echo from the West Wing and the East Wing, I'm in my <laughs> area. The marble floors might cause some echoing. Apologies. Jeeves, could you bring me another bagel? The, uh, the, this thank is you. A, this is a topical joke because the the, the one and the only um, Ch- Chuckles, Prince Prince Charles, has uh, <laughs> has contracted the coronavirus. He has That's it. True. And he held audience with the Queen just a couple of weeks ago and she's old and he's old too they're like the like the target demographic for the the virus to they eat very well though, oysters and things like <laughs> yeah, this they a, got a lot of like good vitamins woke nutrients up with a frightful cough this morning uh, couldn't <laughs> shift the blasted thing I think I've got Corona, mummy. Frightful, <laughs> <laughs> Charles. <laughs> uh, oh man! Oh, Charles, don't be silly. That's the all the poor people get that. Yes, quite right, mother. He hasn't had any any. He says he feels fine. He hasn't had any symptoms, but you know things. Haven't had worse. a single symptom. Man, hopefully, hopefully boy. the Apart NHS from this isn't giant carbuncle on my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, he got it early enough because, like, if the NHS is too busy, he might not get a bed. Or eventually, <laughs> yeah, he'll have to queue. Come on, have to, yeah. Excuse so. me, I've been waiting three hours. <laughs> 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 this boy has. A Splinter, I'm pretty sure it's not serious, but I am the heir to the throne. Yes, I know, I'll take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I reckon kids are getting more splinters and stuff, because everyone's at home. Do you reckon people are falling off ladders and d- drilling, them, drilling themselves in the hand and stuff? You know, do you reckon, like, households... I, on a, I guarantee you that people are doing far more DIY than they would have normally. Because I, I've several of the guys I hang out with on Discord are saying that all they can hear from their neighbours is like hammering and drilling. So I thought either they're trying to cover up their wild sex noises right. with just, they just leave a drill running and so they can go, go at it. Or people are like, right. well, may as well put those shelves up I've been putting off for 18 months and sort of <laughs> well, get on with yeah. it. Yeah, that's I it. got my bike out, I pumped up the tyres, and while I was doing it, I because um, one of the tyres was like... It's really awkward to get the little, you know, that stupid little, little cap. clip thing. Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, I, you mean to take the tyre off? You, well, like you, once you've pumped the tyre up, you want to pull that thing off as quickly as possible so you don't lose all the air that you oh, just yeah, added. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it wouldn't come off and I, was, I yanked it and then I managed to pull it too hard and I stabbed my knuckle on the gears. God damn. And so now I've got this big sort of cut on my knuckle. <laughs> 
and I was like, it was bleeding quite a lot. And I'm like, I, 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 that's just a very, that's something I could treat with plasters and Savlon. But, you know, if someone had actually, you know, it, it, even me stuck at home, not even stuck at home, nothing's changed. I'm literally the same. If anything, I feel like, I feel guilty. <laughs> that my life has changed so little. Yeah, no, my, well, but, my but life people, has but barely changed. Like, oh, I'm at home all the time. I'm bored. I don't get to go outside. I'm like, I never... Should I be going outside? Is this what I've been doing wrong all this yeah, time? Yeah, no, like, I, I, do, I, I, I felt the same thing. But then I'm like, but the, you know, Tarkov is it, I was entertaining me. It, when I get bored of that, there's been a new expansion for Stellaris. Hold on, there's someone at the door. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> there shouldn't be anyone at the door. I don't know who it is. Yeah, well, you know what? It might be a uh, social distancing um, postman because they're they're out. They're out there. They got their masks. They got the two meter rule. Yeah. Uh, my postman delivered some stuff to me the other day and just left it on the hood of my car and shouted at me from outside. I'm just going to leave it on the hood of your car. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> that was good. I wish they were like that all the time, honestly. Like, I don't think they need to come right up to my, my door or talk to me ever or whatever. They, honestly, I think this I think this social distancing has been good. I think we can all learn something from this. Let's not talk Hello. to each other more in the future after we're past all this. Hello. Hello. It was oh. a delivery driver and he left the parcel on the doorstep and ran away. Nice. Which I understand. Um, nice. It's my birthday on Sunday. Right. So I think Mrs. F had ordered something for my birthday. So I'm going I'm to pretend that I didn't look inside, but it's like a... It says it's a bar in a box. Oh. I don't know what that means. So I guess you open it up and it's like a mini, it looks like a little bar and she can serve Oh, no. No, you're going to have to what screw if it's that. plutonium? put that together. You're going to have to get the drill out. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's plutonium? Yeah, you never know. Like just a bar of plutonium. Like it's not, not specific on what kind of bar it is. That's true. Yeah. Micro bar of radioactive material. It yeah. says on the back of the book. Do you not open. Know. You can get anything on Amazon these days as well. So like... You know. I wonder if you could buy radioactive material. You don't need I'm to not, buy I'm it. I'm not going to Google it. Just go down to your local creek and <laughs> you can get some for free where all of the uh, where all big energy have dumped it. Near, near right, Mr. Right, Burns power right, plant. Right behind your suburb. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to buy any of that shit. You get for free. Smithers, do you think my plant killed those fish? There's no maybe about it, sir. Excellent. <laughs> 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 oh man so interesting uh, times that we live in where uh everybody has to stay at home you're only allowed to go out and exercise once a day you're not allowed mm. to speak to people that aren't part of your household or at least you have to be two meters away from them i went to town the other day and everybody was ignoring all these rules everybody was really? just out doing going to the pub and just like having a good time stuff there's like 15 cases over here so people should sort of be a little bit careful but well more stronger rules came in from monday didn't they uh but i did notice that instead of handshaking you know people who work at the same office when they bump into each other on the weekend or whatever and it's always like uh like really extroverted like oh hey randy and they shake hands and stuff there was no handshake there was an elbow touch they did like an elbow bump with each yeah. other. You saw, I saw an elbow bump I saw an elbow, in the wild. Elbow bump yeah. out there in I the wild. I didn't yeah. think that people were actually doing that. Yes. Yeah. It's the safest way of bumping these days. I just, I've been doing the, oh, hello, and we wave and we stand about five meters apart and chat when yeah, I bump You don't want to do any flesh touching. So I've seen a few of that. So I went out for a walk yesterday and stayed, I managed, I think I stayed five sort of a couple of meters away from it from everyone the whole time and there were a bunch of people um talking to their neighbors outside their balcony windows so i saw a lot of people chatting with each other on the balconies yelling across the balconies to each other right 
there was a couple a couple of couple of people out pushing prams around and like you know just trying to like looking frazzled or having like to wrangle kids and stop them you know stop them from like like don't touch the railing too much <laughs> stuff yeah. like this do you know what I mean? well kids are um, you know kids are they they don't have any concept of what's going on like don't get me wrong they're probably a bit like scared because things have changed or whatever but and they're like you get out there and they you're, you're like okay we're gonna go outside but you can't go near anyone they're just running around like up to people and stuff like oh fuck i just told you don't go near anyone but they don't they don't, they don't understand you know like they're just gonna do shit the way that they've always done it so you can't really stop them but yeah it's 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 weird isn't it it's a weird one my my son has been facetiming his friends Yes. who are also at home in quarantine. My, my daughter's doing that right now with most of her class, yeah. which is chaotic. So they, so they get but onto yeah. FaceTime and they're like, what are you doing? I'm playing Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, I'm just about to eat my lunch. And they, you know, it's just like, fuck me. I wish I was a kid again. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Imagine you get all this time off school my, uh, and my, my kids Minecraft are, and Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing all right. I, I mean, I'm giving them home learning and stuff. Like I've been uh, in the evenings when, I'm, when I start streaming, they've been, or in the afternoons, they've been bringing up the essays that I make them write in the morning and I've been reading them and stuff and they've been quite good. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. First of all, I can imagine like day one, you finished, you've, you're, you're a dad, right? So you've managed to get a whiteboard or a blackboard from somewhere. No, I haven't. And you've written on the, on the, on the blackboard, Mr. Mr. Dad. Mr. Dad. Um, <laughs> Mr. Dad. You may call me dad if you want. Uh, I will be your substitute teacher for the foreseeable as we are having to remain indoors. Um, yeah, so please get out a pen and a piece of paper and write me an essay about, and then I have to come up with the subject. And uh, I've been like, write one about uh, iCarly, because my youngest have been watching that. So I was like, tell me about iCarly. Write about that show. And she's <laughs> so she wrote me an essay about iCarly. Uh, my <laughs> eldest wrote one about Pokemon today. I haven't read it yet. And uh, right. I'm yeah, I just make them write essays about stuff just to get them used to the idea of thinking about something, yeah. putting it on a piece of paper, practicing handwriting, spelling. And then we've got these exercise books um, that Mrs. F ordered online that are things like maths and English challenges and things. Um, just practice grammar and all the rest of it. Because it's important they stay in touch with their brains rather than what they want to do, which is lie on their sofa and watch the iPad. Order. Man, you should just get them like one of those like uh, stock market, like penny trading apps or something and just <laughs> let them go fucking nuts. Like figure it out, you know, do like all like the calculations, the math and stuff. I think that's much more useful. And then potentially your household can make some money off the back of this. So too, you're you saying I mean? put them to work as a, as a sort of ad hoc child labor trading floor yeah yeah i mean that's well, entrepreneurial all, yeah yeah well like all of the all of the the, the pro players in some, well not all the pros but a lot of the pros are like start playing the game when they're like eight or nine right and yeah. then by the time they're 14 or 15 they're like the best they're, they're the best be there, that yeah game. that there ever was and that there ever will be and nobody some of like the best starcraft players are like teenagers yeah and so like you need to like put those put your kids yeah think about it you get, them get, them, this, like, get them on this. Get them on. I reckon they'd be trades. better stock traders than yeah. than like the pros. Start them, start them low, and then you can go for high stakes stuff when they when they have a control over the app. You know, they know how to use the app better, and yeah. their analysis is a little bit more spot on. Be like poker. <laughs> Maybe you should teach poker. I know a a, f a friend of mine did. Um, he 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 works in in the banking and stuff, and uh, he said that every year there'll be like a big hoo ha about who the trader of the year is, and it'll be some guy who's made like. 
five billion dollars in profit for his fund or whatever and it's like yeah there he is smiling and grinning they're like what is his secret next year never hear of him like nothing you know the dude just did like everybody else it's just a lot of the stock market stuff i mean you, you can't honestly say that some expert is out there who's cracked it because if that was the case they'd all have cracked it every time you buy low and sell high someone is buying high and selling low like it, it's just cyclical it goes round and round and then sometimes you're on the right side and sometimes you're on the wrong side so, that's the golden rule isn't it buy yeah, low sell like, high like, like that. yeah buy 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 high sell as low as possible right, right? now that may sound counterintuitive but someone's doing it Somebody's, someone's I'm definitely doing it it's because that, if i'm selling when it's high someone's buying it when you it's know high. who's doing it it's the guy on the world of warcraft auction house that undercuts you by a thousand gold instead of one one copper that's the guy who's doing it that's the guy who's buying high and yeah. selling low because when you sell low things sell faster and that's of course more important of course uh, you want things to sell faster so that's what why the they go low yeah I mean, because so it, it always surprises me when they say buy low, sell high. That it can't like some people must be thinking this is going to keep going up, so they buy it high and then it crashes and they lose money. But some some guys made money, yeah. and then maybe next time he'll be the one buying when it's high when he should have been buying when it's low. Yeah. I mean, I've read all this stuff saying this this uh, coronavirus represents an outstanding opportunity for the money making shareholding uh, investment uh, portfolio entrepreneur guy uh, because uh, this is represents a what's called a bargain. <laughs> all these uh, these prices have crashed. Now is the time to invest. And I'm thinking, are they saying that because they want to drive the price up? Because they're like, great, another crisis. Awesome. Prices are going to nosedive. We'll buy low and then everything will recover and we'll make a shitload of money. They must all be thinking that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all lizards. So, yeah. Well, I think, of course. Uh, yeah. Well, well. It's it's all it's all though it's the economy is a is a gambling game, isn't it? And if, for for us certainly, you know, we shouldn't I there's a classic thing like that you know a bubble or, or or it's not the right time to invest when everyone's talking about it. Like when Bitcoin, everyone's like, buy Bitcoin. And every taxi driver was buying Bitcoin. You know, that right. was like the time when that was not the time. Bitcoin was at its peak and it's never reached that. You know, that was a couple of years ago and it's all just half the price it was then right now. Right. You know, like that's my indicator that if it's, if people are talking about something being that like if, if people in the street are telling you, a try to invest in the stock market is not the time to yes, invest. Yes, because it's market. too late. It's too late by that point. Yeah. You've missed out yeah. on the, the profit window. It is just yeah, too late. I don't know, like, but investing is all about 20-year time horizons anyway, you know, so it's not hugely important. Unless, of course, your pension's coming up, in which case, um, for you, PFLEX, much more important. <laughs> oh, man, that reminds me. Yeah, sorry, you can get, get that in there. I don't, you know, <laughs> how old am I going to be on Sunday, Lewis? <laughs> 45 44 thank you 44 44 yeah damn congrats man how how big is your pension pot now i have no i have no pension i don't think i have any pension i mean you have a pension whatever the state pension is that's what i've got i haven't worked for 10 years and i never had a steady job so i know you know i i haven't been paying into a pension fund i should have are you on the door well no i'm not on the dole why I not? have been. I have been because I'm damn. self-employed and I claim it's rightfully yours. It's yeah. not, I'm not unemployed. I'm self-employed. Yeah, that's true. Lots of people use an alternative to their to their to the to the pension idea. Yeah, um, you know, then it's not. It, don't feel guilty about not putting money into it oh, necessarily. I, do. I feel it's terrible, not right? 
Well, don't because I, mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, Mrs. Well, Ethel have a good pension. You've been, have you been paying off your house? I yeah, assume, yeah, yeah. and, We're and on like that. things like that. Like that, in a way, is saving for. But I want to. Um, I want to be able to leave the house to someone rather than just sell it. Like those right. bastards on the nationwide ads that I was talking about. Yeah, the ones who talk about fucking equity in their houses. Right, I don't want to be that old fart. No, who's like we decided to fuck our kids' future up even more by drawing down the equity. So some bank owns most of our house, and then we can spunk it on a mobile home and fuck off to Spain for a couple of years. I don't want to be that guy. Right. I well, wanna, I want to uh, be financially I... solvent. When I'm older, or I figure yeah. I could just die before I claim my pension, and then you know it makes it everything a lot simpler. All of these things are terrible attitudes, P. Flex. You know your kids will be fine without you, and shouldn't need to live. You shouldn't need shouldn't need to live on your handouts. If 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 they are, then it's unfortunately a, a, a what unfortunate are you talking situation. About? Unfortunately, well, they, they should, haven't figured out. They don't the need a windfall. Easy of, steps to becoming you know, a multimillionaire that I've they outlined don't need in half my a new million book. Pounds when you die, <laughs> Lewis you Brindley, know, how to become a millionaire in ten easy, easy steps. Step one, tell your kids to get fucked. Yeah. Well, no, but I I never expected my parents, and I don't think your parents, your kids, if you ask them, if you if you say to your kids, you know, do you expect, you know, half a million pounds when I die? They were not, well, they won't say yes. Step <laughs> Dad, one. you better like, you better live like a pauper to pay, you know, to give me a free house when I'm, you, you know, are, when you, I'm 40. I think, I, I think you're missing the whole point of inherited wealth which is that without it, you're in the same position as a lot of very poor people out there who, and, and a lot of demographic groups who have no inherited wealth. Like if you die and leave your kids nothing, there's been like the whole point of being a parent is that you want your kids to be better off than you were. That's the whole point. No, you see, want I, it to be I don't, better for I don't them. agree with that because I don't want them to be better than me. I want to be the <laughs> right. best. That's, that's so, Lewis's attitude. When I go, I want to ensure that they are nowhere near as good as me. So that I can die comfortably knowing that I am the best and I died the best and nobody's ever going to overtake me. <laughs> that's a, that's great. I yeah. think what I'll do is I, w I will leave them something, but maybe they have to follow an international trail of clues and puzzles. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> a, a bit like that film with what's his name in? Uh, Around the world called? in 80 days. You have to no, send no, them on a, a balloon race. race and stuff. What was it called? National Treasure with Nick Cage? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now, the inscription on the Liberty Bell will give you the clue to the next stage. And, you know, sort of like yeah, cr they, they cross also... with Crystal Maze. I'll have some assassins trying to catch them, some crocodiles. This is like dad at home. This is like Mr. Dad teaching them, though. It's like, go to the Eiffel Tower and write an essay <laughs> about fucking Joby. It's like, go to the cathedral, go to the Vatican and fucking, you know, look at the tomb, read the, read the inscription and just write thinking, me 300 words they had and to post do, it under my, under my coffin. Exactly. Uh, what, if they had to do some kind of John Wick style... You know, there are assassins around every corner. It would it would make them ready for any future. Uh, it's kind of like you know, going on a death adventure. Yeah, you could, like going on going on a mission to like earn their inheritance. If you want to look at it this way too, having having children is like an investment, right? It's like kind of part of. It's the same way that you would invest into a pension fund because if you invest into your kids enough, and in certain societies this this holds true than well, it, than in others. You, it, very, very common, even today, that you know you need people to work the farm. Who better than no? How but I'm to make talking about yourself? people who are are willing to to tolerate you as an elderly person. Because let's face it, the rest of society is not up for it, right? That's like, the in Asia. I that's think, very, very. I wouldn't common expect in Asia. my kids to tolerate me now, let alone as an elderly. The West, person. we just see old people as a as like crusty and and a pain in the ass. Nobody wants to do anything with them. 
everybody just wants to shove them into retirement homes and forget about them and stuff like that. But I think if you have a good relationship with your kids, like, you know, they might build a little house for you to live in, like next to theirs and stuff, you know, like they'll, they might look after you might have a a really pleasant old, old life instead of, you know, just being forgotten about. See, Slax is putting in the work right now. He's not going to be forgotten. (laughs) You know, that slamming that door in somebody's face, they're going to remember that one day and they're going to be like, you know what? My dad taught me a valuable lesson, and then they're gonna just slam the door, the door to the retirement home in his face. Maybe once they, they put him in maybe there. Maybe they yeah. will. Maybe they won't. I'm I'm not saying that I haven't helped to look after my parents. You know, to some extent, right? You know, um, and I'm I'm especially happy to, nowadays. I'm glad you got to. You know, they're, they're vulnerable. Your parents, like they're older, right? I think I think I think you know, it's it's all. It's very easy to be to contribute. Who was I? I was speaking to someone the other day, and they said that you know they've got something like some, someone who's been affected by this crisis, and they said that they had you know about twenty grand in savings or something. But if their mum needed it more than they did, they'd give it to their mum. And I was like, that's some, that's really generous of you. That's really good of you. And that, that I mean that it's like gambling. It's like playing the stock market. Like you know, with, sometimes you might get a kid who's a heroin addict, you know, but sometimes you might get that kid, you know. I don't know. Have you if been you playing wanna... the game of life recently or something? I don't know. I, I don't. Might I think been. this is. It is. It is like. I don't know. It's not very nice to think of your kids as, as an investment no. in your future. No, no. I was saying um, that is a way you could look at it if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's a healthy way of looking at it. But I feel like most of the time, kids are a sacrifice that you are willing to almost like they become more important from what you two have said. Anyway, sort of they become the priority in your life. You know, your selfishness goes away yeah um and you that and they become the priority and i think like you said you know making sure you want to leave something for them is is a much is a very common thing that 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 a generation feels like they they have to provide for their progeny but at the same time i feel like you you end up with that at the at the the rich end of the spectrum um you end up with the walmart heirs you know taking over or you know even companies being led by their son or it's like the monarchy you know back in the day they were not the best the family members were not the best people sometimes you get a good king sometimes you get that's why a lot of monarchies have failed though that you know there's uh, tons of them have dissolved over the years there's only there's only a, a couple that aren't like massive dictators and stuff. I think like the I think the the British monarchy is probably one of the best examples of um, you know a monarchy that ha- that has like a, it's like a constitutional monarchy and it, and it, and, it, and it works quite well. Uh, it's not like um, Prince Charles. Yeah, it's like how do you think about this, uh, Prince Charles? Prince Charles, what do you think about what I'm saying here about the monarchy? Hey. <laughs> Um, I am too poorly to comment on any rumors <laughs> regarding rumors <laughs> regarding oh. my inheritance of the throne. Please I, I, bring me the royal paracetamol and a glass of royal Barocca. I think he, he's there's, there's, he has clout. Like I mean, I don't have any respect for really for Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg. Sure, but, let alone their kids. No, no, Do you but, know what I mean? but like, there's definitely like in a monarchy, there's there's some proofing in it, right? Like um, because you could have like a situation whereby you know you would have had like Charles and then like Andrew and. The other one. Oh, back in the would day, have been in line. yeah, they'd kill a weak king. But, but then, they? they'd but then the other one, Charles went to have Prince Edward. 
Do not forget him. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> so and then so, but because Charles had children, then they get pushed back because his children take take priority, right? And then the, his children's children yeah. then take priority. And now they've changed it. We so need that- some Game of Thrones up in here. We need like a, a war. Like Harry is Stannis Baratheon. Yes. But like, they, they've recently changed it where uh, where women or, or girls are, are part of the lineage now too. So Princess Charlotte is, you know, in, in the order that she was born, she is, she is in line for becoming the queen, which is like a, a, like sure. a recent change. But... You see what I mean? It, it it makes it so that some of the undesirables get pushed back <laughs> further and further and further. Oh, like, I see. Because, yeah, in a monarchy, they always change the rules. Nobody wants King Andrew or King Edward. You know what I mean? Like, or even, or even Charles. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully they just wait out Charles and he just gives up uh, his claim. Just says, you know what? Fuck, I'm too old. I don't want to do this anymore. And then, you know, it gets passed down to somebody who might be better sort of thing like yeah. there's, there's there's definitely some like i just safe, think like safeguarding in there, there needs to be like some sort of sliding scale on inheritance right where jeff bezos's idiot child doesn't inherit you know 70 trillion dollars in order to completely fuck the world up with it do you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like we need some sort of sliding scale if you're going to inherit more than you know a hundred billion there should be some sort well, of it's their money they do what they want with it tax you know he no, can, he can make the spruce but- moose and live on the moon if he wants with it. it's his money <laughs> and 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 if his kid inherits it it's his money but it's whatever yeah, do you know what that's fine you have no that control is fine. over any of this anyway okay yes, fine you, do. you, you guys me. are You've fucking idiots me. what are you talking about what do you mean you never heard of estate tax yeah well but, but how these guys spend it, their whole I, lives avoiding that kind of stuff like they, right. they, they know how to do it it's a lot it's a lot of it's a big chunk because the whole point is if someone earns that money and just leaves it to some idiot then that money is entrenched potentially in a line of idiots yeah but nobody's and, doing well, exactly. that nobody's leaving massive lump sums it's all assets and like the by the time his Trust his son takes it over yeah accounts. it'll be either it, it'll be entrusted vast areas of real or estate he'll have become like the ceo of the corporation and and then he'll get around all the inheritance stuff anyway you know what i mean it's not like it's not like he's it's not like jeff bezos like the moment before he dies is going to liquidate everything and then here you go timmy this is all i was worth it's a it's about three trillion uh <laughs> The lawyers will just uh, sort it out for you. <laughs> Be a bit I, of tax. I think that but- actually Pete Flex, Pete Flex is 100% right about inheritance because there's this issue where some communities, like black communities in America, were never made like right. You know, they were never brought up to the same kind of wealth standard as the local white folk. There was, there was a bill called an acre and a mule. And the plan was, or 100 acres and a mule or something like that. The plan was post-emancipation because they realized that essentially, like it, it, there's a really famous cartoon of, that illustrates this. And it's a bunch of people trying to watch a race, right? Or trying to run in a race. And imagine if some people started on the, the start line and other people started right near the finish and claimed... Oh, what do you mean? It's a fair race. Just get on with it. You know, everybody's everybody's got in the same boat. If I start with $100 billion assets, I'm not running the same race as someone else. So that's an extreme example, right? But if you imagine black slaves have just been freed in North America, right. and they're told, you're free. There you go. Get on with it. Catch up. But you've already got people that have been living there that are inheriting things like farms and houses and money. 
and from their parents. So when you hand that down generation to generation, the other generation doesn't get a chance to catch up because shit's already owned. Like Mr. this Dad, idea. Mr. Dad, what? Are you, is this going to be on the exam? Yes, this is. So pay attention. So they had okay. a chance to give reparations to the freed slaves of giving them some land and some some livestock to get started on a farm because that Mr. way. Dad, yes, Mr. Dad. Can I go to the toilet? Mr. You Dad? may, you may, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to hold the lesson until you get back. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just wait. I can, okay, I can yeah, wait. Okay, I thought you might be able to wait. So they, <laughs> they voted it down. They had this chance to do that and they voted it down. And the idea that, oh, you should be able to catch up. You've been free for X number of years. It's Mr. Like, Dad, Mr. Yes. Dad, Sips is poking me. No, I didn't. Sips is poking no, me. Right, Mr. Listen, Dad. listen to me, you two, both of you, right now. If you can't sort this out and enjoy this lesson or at least endure it, I'm gonna do this again tomorrow, and Mr. you're gonna have. You it. suck! You suck! <laughs> this sucks! All right, were, were you looking forward <laughs> to playing you on your like computer? Were you teacher. looking forward to playing on your computer later? Well, you were, weren't you? Yeah. You were gonna maybe play Tarkov or something else like that. That's done for today. You can wait till tomorrow. No, you do that I wasn't, again? I wasn't I planning on doing that today, actually, Mr. Dad. Cool. What were you gonna do? Uh, I had other plans. Okay, well they're cancelled as well. You can come and see me after school. You can spend a couple of hours helping me tidy up. God damn. Oh, God, this is true. <laughs> God. This is really triggering God me. God, it's like it's some deeply <laughs> suppressed memory. Fuck. Sorry. I, sorry. I, God, I were you trouble. actually my teacher? I got in trouble <laughs> this one time at school, okay? And I, I, at this point, I'd gotten sick of getting in trouble, all right? Because I felt like I was being like, like profiled in a way. Not racially. It was, it was more like I had a reputation for being a disruptive member of the class. So I got kicked out of class a lot. And, and it, it, it seemed like off the back of nothing sometimes, you know, it was almost like a preemptive kicking you out of class because they just knew that I was going to be somehow disruptive or whatever. And I wasn't even really that bad. Like just a bit of like talking or giggling or whatever at the back of the class, you know, like pretty harmless. I think you stuff. got a stamp on it pretty early on, though. So anyway, what we had to, if we got kicked out. Hold on, just let me ask: if, if did you have the same thing where when you were kicked out, the whole point is there's a there's a mean teacher that patrols the corridors looking for kids who've been kicked out and giving them detention because that's what happened to us. Yes. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. So if you were kicked out and then the patrolling teacher caught you being kicked out, you got in even more trouble. So I got kicked out of class a lot. It's like a child catcher out in the corridor yeah. with like a yeah, net. I know, it's pretty weird. They're patrolling like, oh, which ones are joining my detention today? So, so at, at, at some point in my school career, I decided that I was uh, being uh, unlawfully kicked out of, uh, out of class. And then so I got kicked out of class by this one teacher. And he's like, okay, I'm kicking you out because you're being disrupted. But also, you're going to come back in here at the end of school for like a detention. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then he was like, you better do that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then I just went home. And then as soon as I got home, I just said to my dad, I'm supposed to be in detention, but I just left. And my dad just sort of like didn't say anything, but I could see, see like a tear form in his eye. Like as he looked at me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And, and he, I think it was like at that point where he realized my, my child's son is becoming a man. Uh, a man who can stand up for himself. And then, that, do you that, know what was weird yeah. though? The next day I went to school and that teacher didn't kick me out of class, didn't say a word to me. Like didn't even let on like it happened. So I, I think I stripped him of his of his power by not going to the detention or refusing to go to the detention. And I think it got to the point where he was just like, I can't do anything with this guy. Like he he's actually got me over a barrel here. Like <laughs> my my power is that people do what I say. And if somebody doesn't do what I say, 
I'm without power. So I I effectively neutered him for the rest of the year. It was awesome. All right. Any kids listening wow. to this, do not do that. That is a terrible lesson that Simpson just taught you. <laughs> it taught me a lot about being a man, though. It's not, there's nothing manly about just being a dick and then not taking your punishment. I wasn't going to do anything. Really? What did they kick you out for? What, I just don't for know. sitting there? They didn't even explain. They were just like, all right, out you go. I was like, what? I, I was just in the middle of drawing a map or something. Like, I, I didn't do anything. Oh, please. A lot of the time it is prison justice in there. They People are just, you know, they know Sips is an easy target. Yeah, they want to make his up. That's, that's, that's it. They the make teachers, the teachers aren't other prisoners. They're not just picking on <laughs> Sips. He was just sitting there minding his business. You just don't remember what you were doing. You're probably doing something really stupid. I remember that he was a big bell end. I remember that much. Yeah, I think a lot of teachers are good guys, but some of them are bell ends. Of course. Yeah. I went to school. I know. I, there were a lot of teachers that were absolute pricks, but they wouldn't just kick him out for nothing. He's literally sitting there quietly getting on for, with his work. Because here's the thing. You're saying the teachers, authorities, everyone listens. If you're not doing anything and they arbitrarily throw you out, they've lost respect and people, people will rebel. Yeah. You must have been doing something well That's it wasn't like that movie where they have like all the kids get gang up and they do a siege on the school and do a rebellion and stuff it wasn't like that because my my classmates were pussies like i would have been up for it for sure but nobody else was like behind me or whatever so i just had to do a one man i had to do a one man rebellion and it worked <laughs> here's a story of the time it worked so ju just for for anyone that went to bournemouth school i know there are a few listeners out there who went to bournemouth school mr hawkins who was still teaching until fairly recently when he died mr hawkins he was the guy he was at, still at the school i'm sure when some of you out there listening were at bournemouth school he was the guy that would wander around what? and say and what are you out here for and you'd say um i was talking in class sir. ah Three, two, one, detention, detention, <laughs> detention. I'll see you later. And he'd walk off. He was insane. Yeah, fuck fuck oh. those kind of teachers, though. What you the need hell? those characters. You need those You don't fake, need them. Those Get weird them out. Characters. They, why do they have that job? That's creepy and weird and not, uh, not appropriate. I don't think anybody should <laughs> do that in their job. Like, take great delight in other people's misfortune and, and, and handing out punishments and stuff. The it thing probably is, isn't the, he was yeah, not a scary not right. guy in that he was mean. When he was teaching, he was nice, he was amiable. But if you messed around, he would just look at you and you knew that he was enjoying it. Like, that was the thing. You knew that he he didn't get a thrill out of it. But to him, this was like, oh, good, I get to punish them. This will this will put them back in line. Like, it was it was he'd been doing it for so long that it was like it was part of him to just punish. And, and it, because he had that crazy look in his eye, you knew, oh, I'm fucked. That's it. I'm going to get like a week's detention. Because he has ultimate power. Man, I think... Because that... if you can't fuck with Hawkins, you just do... Because he's crazy enough that whatever you think he's... Oh, there'll but just be detention. Exactly, but, it, but he's be like a cop, though, gone crazy with power. Like, he, he could... he could He's literally looking at you thinking, I could say you did anything. I could say you pulled a gun on me. He never did that. I could, like... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I but could... he didn't do that. He just, <laughs> he just, he just deployed his authority. You, you sunk yourself... Because he'd say, what, and what were you boys doing? And you'd always confess. So he was the cop who says, do you mind if I search the car? Oh, yeah, go for it. And you've got a ton of weed under the back seat. He's that cop. What you should say is, I do not consent to search, right? That's what you should do. But with, when Mr. Hawkins gives you that crazy look, you think, maybe he'll go easy on me if I tell him what we did. No, he'll say, oh, I well, see. boys will be boys. But you don't. You just confess in the glare, the headlights of his eyes, staring into your soul, Mr. Hawkins crazy, popping out of his head eyes. Yeah. What have you boys been doing? Man, one time I got in trouble uh, for talking again. 
And uh, we used to have like these like school uh, distributed diaries. Like you got one at the start of the year and it had like, you know, your school's logo on it. It wasn't like a fancy school or anything. I think it was just something that they were doing at the time. So it was like, uh, it's kind of like a planner. What were you meant to keep in there? Well, you were meant to write like what your homework was that night for each day and oh, shit like right, that. It was right, like right. a little like diary, like a little planner sort of thing. Um, and so I got in trouble for, for you know, for fucking around in, in, in class. I was like laughing and joking around at the back of class or whatever. So this so this teacher is like, all right, that's it. Like you're in trouble. You need to stay in after class. This is before my big rebellion where I'd right. stopped going to detentions. So like I was I was compliant. I went. So I went in and she's like, All right, fine, let's see your let's see your diary. I was like, Oh shit. Because like I never like I didn't write anything in the diary like to do with school or whatever. It was just a like a glorified doodle pad. Right. Um and at the time, for some reason, I was drawing lots of pentagrams. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's just the just the thing that you do. And I was writing down lyrics to lots of songs that I was listening to at the time as well. So I was listening to lots of like Pearl Jam and like Nirvana and stuff like that. So this teacher starts going through this. <laughs> it's just like fucking pentagrams everywhere and uh and is like, that the same as the star of david the no no it's not at all no. oh no it's not it's not quite the same and, shape, uh, is it? and there's all these like there's all these questionable lyrics to songs in there and stuff too and she just looked fucking mortified like she was like what does all this mean i was like what, what do you mean i think she thought i was just being like abused and i was like fucking on oh drugs and everything like that's she what actually i always looked genuinely concerned i was like yeah. honestly it's nothing like it's just I just don't what use my diary just, for anything but doodling. She just what couldn't if when, accept when it. When she saw the pentagrams, she'd she'd sort of looked up at you and locked the door and said, Ishna Katharu, <laughs> She starts chanting. He will rise one again. Of us. Join us, young one. No, sorry, they're just doodles. Oh, right. Sorry, you know, forget I will see you in joking around. detention in the basement where the robe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, because I was doodling the Star of David, so maybe I was counteracting all of your. Oh, may yeah, maybe that's the balance yeah. that we were looking for. Yeah, maybe somewhere yeah. out there, somebody because, was you know, Star of Daviding <laughs> all of my pentagrams. <laughs> 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 There's always a balance in the universe out there if you look for it. Yeah, holy Thanks, shit. So Lewis, anyway, you saved my life. sorry to interrupt your lesson, P. Flax, about inheritance no but that's no, like, fine people can feel free i mean feel free to look it up yourselves but the, the point yeah, is it's been like it's been a couple of hundred years and the sort of uh, the, the black community is still much poor worse off and it's it is due to money being kept in families a lot of it like a lot or a long but, but more importantly that um, you don't have anything to hand on like if, if you never get out of a situation where you're essentially in debt like what well, the only reason we were able to buy the house we live in now is because Mrs. F's grandmother left uh, her some money when she died, and that gave us enough for a deposit. Now, if we weren't in that situation, we wouldn't have been able to buy a house in our mm. late twenties, early thirties, whichever it was, and we would probably have just about got somewhere maybe a few years ago. It wouldn't have been well, where we are it's now. It's a shame that our society is set up like that. And that's one of the reasons I think that maybe if inheritance taxes were higher, and I'm sure they are high anyway for certain people, but if they were higher for the, at the higher end, maybe the wealth would have been transferred more equally around society and not been you know, for hundreds of years kept in the same communities. Right. So that's that was my point that I was trying to make earlier. No, it's, it's, you're completely right. And, and uh, I mean, I, I'm sure there will be some people who disagree and think it's other factors and all the rest of it, but I'm sure there's you, can't, other you can't ignore that factor. It is a big factor. 
uh, and it explains a lot is like generational poverty is a is a real thing and the it, idea it is that, a shame oh you're just going to yeah. pull up your bootstraps not everyone that is born into generational i mean it's also a thing like let's say i was born into a family that had an unemployed father and an unemployed brothers and i'm born and i am also unemployed and then i have kids and they're unemployed where, where does that cycle break you know what i mean it, it, it's a real yeah. problem and it becomes a sort of uh, an endemic and that that's the issue it is a generational issue though too because you'll have like yeah i don't think i don't think people set out to be unemployed as, as such you know what i mean like I, it's, no, of course it's, not. it's it like a good example is like somewhere like sheffield where that had like a massive steel industry that uh that failed or just completely shut down. So you would have had generations of family that all worked there. All of a sudden, everybody is out of a job. Like your cousins, your uncles, yeah. your dad, your grandpa, like like everybody depended on that one industry that is now gone, right? And that's where you did all of your all of your skills existed and stuff. They're not transferable, really. Um, and then, and then it, it's tough, right? It, it, it is really tough. And I think the vast, vast majority of, of families are just making do. They're not, they're not, they're not, they don't, they aren't sitting on a, a big nest egg or something to pass on to the next generation. Right. I think that mo a lot of people have, certainly of this generation and the last generation, you know, we, we, we're past the baby boom. Yeah, and the, our population is is. But there's definitely older. there's definitely a larger portion of society that's moved out of the working class through the generations as well, like off the back of previous generations, sort of putting in a lot of extra work to ensure that you know their their kids went to school and got better jobs than the ones that they had and had a better life, and then pass that on. I'm not saying that that happens all the time because it, it clearly doesn't. But more so now than ever, that that has happened, right? There's families that have that have you know gone up a class in society, if you like, just off the back of previous generations, yeah. sort of having oh, some absolutely. foresight. I, mean, the, the, I don't know though. I don't know about these days whether certainly in the West, the middle class has 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 grown or grown wealthier in the last sort of twenty to thirty years. I don't think it has. I think actually we've seen you know from a time when in the sort of 60s and 70s, you know, you were able to support a family with one person employed and housing was a lot cheaper. Now, you know, it feels like everything is is a lot, uh, the middle class are being squeezed. Um, I th well, they always, and, and they, the, the poor, the poor they always have been really, I mean, it's just, it, it feels more so now because there's just so much uh, more involved, you know, like uh, the 60s were definitely a simpler time. You know, you didn't have a house that was filled with, stuff like you do nowadays you know like there's there's yeah. there's a lot there's a lot more individual items that make up like the the status quo of modern life right like every house has to have like a big flat screen tv every house has to have a couple of ipads every house you know like it was it was much like the scale was was smaller like in the 60s right you didn't have like all these extra things things cost a lot less you earned a lot less but I think it was still the same. I think the middle class is designed that way to be to be squeezed. Maybe it, maybe it was the same though. Maybe just vacuum cleaners were more expensive. Yeah, exactly. It was just expensive, and just, now they're cheap, and we have like the, same the scale amount. was just different. But it, it it's still the I same. Just, I guess system. the point I was sort of trying to make 
was that I think it's a bit of a shame. My dog has figured out how to climb the stairs, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, She's she's on my lap in my office right now. Homeschooling is paying off big time for everyone involved. She's figured out how to climb the stairs. This is a disaster. You mean this is fantastic No, it's not. I'll tell you why. We dog-proofed the downstairs. The rest of the house is not dog-proofed. She was eating the cat's food out of her bowl. The cat beat the hell out of her this morning when they met at the top of the stairs, and I thought, well, that'll put her off. And now here she is in my office. What are you doing here, lovely girl? (laughs) You're not meant to be here. No, you're not. Are you going to have to get a fence? We have a a stair gate downstairs. We're going to have to... Deploy the stair gate. Oh, you little mm. monkey. Uh, anyway, Flax. Oh. I think the, what I was trying to get to was that I don't think you should feel bad about not leaving a castle to your to your progeny. But well, this is this is something. relaxing. Listening to your soothing voice and petting my dog. Nice. Oh, thanks, man. She's very I, sweet. Just, I, I need the, to take her downstairs. I, I'll be back in a sec. All right. Jeez. Come here. What are you doing? <laughs> Dogs. I tell you what, he's gonna leave that dog more than he's gonna leave his family. You're not even allowed to walk your dog anymore now. Like that doesn't count as your one exercise. You have to just let them outside your front porch to do their doo-doos. What do you what do you mean? You're not allowed to walk your dog. The one of the a mayor in Italy said you're not uh Will Smith from I Am Legend. Um <laughs> go home. Well, but go, you're allowed go, go to go outside. out once a day for exercise. You are, but, a, so you can but do it not together. to walk your dog doesn't count. Like you, you're not allowed to go out and walk your dog. Because what if your dog has has the virus and is like sniffing another dog's butt and gives it to them? Because you can absorb I it through your butt. I don't think the dogs could carry the virus. Well, is it, didn't it start as an animal virus? Like I'm sure they can. I'm sure, they must be able to get it. Maybe they can then. I don't know. I think it came, it, jumped, it made the jump from bats to cats to people. From bats I don't to know cats. if dogs can nice. get it or something nice. like that. Something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Holy crap. It's a funny old time, isn't it? Is, it? It's funny strange, old... yeah. But again, like you said, it doesn't... Oh, my God. Life life has not um, changed very much for me. I feel like I've just been living this way for like the best part of a decade. So I think a lot of people I speak to are very anxious. I think a lot of people are very stressed about this whole situation. Yeah. And certainly, you know, the media doesn't, doesn't really help in terms of... So if it does feel like we've watched zombie movies for years and years and suddenly like i don't know all that's unconscious fear and you know worry in the back of our mind and all those images we've seen gives us this big negative bias towards the whole thing yeah. and makes us a lot more anxious about it I, i've sort of internalized a lot of that stuff you know everyone's watched walking dead and thought oh you know what happens if i was in the walking dead you know just as a sort of thing yeah. it's, a, it's a scary they, time i think it's scary for a few reasons Oh, so ever since, ever since the turn of the century, I think things have been getting progressively sort of crap and aggressive, and everybody seems to be at each other's throats all the time. And I'm thinking, what what has changed that's made us this way? Everything seems like I I, I never used to be anxious. Things used to be pretty chill. I'll tell you what it is. What is it? Esports. Oh my <laughs> god! Always comes back to esports, don't it? Yeah. To blame for everything. It's, it's all these competitive gamers, you know. Yeah. They play video games all evening, shooting each other, beating each other up, and then they go to the streets and they do the same thing. Yeah. They should ban it. <laughs> what was wrong with it? With a stick and hoop? <laughs> Just play with a stick and hoop, run down. Oh, we used to play football at street after hours till our mums would get us in when it got dark. We'd have our tea, and now these kids are upstairs in the bedrooms all hours of day and night, <laughs> shooting each other with guns. Pretending to be giant monkeys and, and flipping laser lizards and stuff. And just, it just doesn't make no sense. I don't know where it's come from. I think the world's gone to pot thanks to all these blooming, blooming video games. And it's what, what it must be wreaking havoc with their thumbs. 
I see my kids, they're whacking away with their thumbs. What are their thumbs going to be like when they're my age? They're rotting off like a couple of gangrenous little stumps. You won't be able to play games then. Or probably not playing with their minds, but their minds will be melted. They might not have mush brains. Any of the VRs you have going in their brains are just a bunch of mush. Lord of rubbish. Stick it out. Yeah, stick it out. Well, don't forget, P-Flex. Don't, Ooh, don't forget. My name's John, mate. John, John Bovril. John, Johnny. John Bovril. Where did you Where did you play when you were a kid? Played it straight with 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 other kids, you know, just knocking about. Like we didn't we didn't need all these devices. I had a stick. What about? I had, a, I had my stick and I had move, <laughs> and that was it. Move. <laughs> move. Fuck's sake. Well, listen, on that bombshell, I hope you enjoyed the Triforce podcast this week. It was a real one. Um, and I hope that you're staying safe and quarantined until further notice. And and stay frosty and go fuck yourself as well. Thanks, Goodbye. everyone. Love you. Bye.